Section 79 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott. The Golden Apples of the Hesperides, retold from Apollodorus and other sources. The Labors of Hercules. In those ancient golden wonder days, the most unfortunate of men was the mighty hero Hercules, for by evil destiny he was forced to serve and obey King Eurystheus of Mycenae. A cruel man was King Eurystheus, and twelve labors, or tasks, he set for Hercules to perform. Fearful adventures they were, and in order that Hercules might win over all dangers, the dwellers on Mount Olympus armed him with Olympian armor. Mercury gave him a bright sword. Golden-beamed Apollo bestowed a bow upon him. Vulcan the smith made him a golden breastplate. And Minerva, with her own hands, wove him a robe of the finest web. Then Hercules cut for himself a huge club and started on his adventures. The fierce, knee-mean lion he choked to death and made a cloak of his skin. With fiery darts he slew the hundred-headed Hydra monster. He tamed the stag of the golden horns and the wild boar of Erymanthus. He cleansed the great Aegean stables and even stole grim King Pluto's three-headed monster dog, Cerberus. All these labors did Hercules accomplish and others as fearful. But the most wonderful of his tasks was his search for the golden apples that grew in the garden of the Hesperides. The Search for the Golden Fruit Far, far away beyond the bright ocean, at the very edge of the world, lay the garden of the Hesperides. There the most beautiful flowers bloomed, and the sweetest birds sang. Every kind of tree grew there, and streams of crystal-clear water moistened their roots. In the center of the garden stood a magic tree, on whose boughs hung the glittering golden apples. Very marvelous they were, for they belonged to Juno, queen of all the dwellers on Mount Olympus. Fair Earth had given them to her for a wedding gift, and to keep them safe, Juno had planted them in the garden, and had set the three sister maidens, the Hesperides, to watch over the tree on which they grew, and had placed a fierce hundred-headed dragon around its roots to guard it from the sisters, lest they should pluck one of the magic fruit. And it was to fetch back some of these wonderful golden apples that King Eurystheus sent Hercules. Many and dangerous were the hero's adventures. Some men say that he went to the land of the Hyperboreans, those strange folk who dwelt beyond the glittering ice palace of the north wind Boreas. They lived for a thousand years. On sweet grassy herbs they fed and drank ambrosial dew. No shadow of care ever touched their radiant brows, nor were they ever sick. Thither, some men say, Hercules went, sailing beyond the bright sea in the golden bowl of the sun. And as he drew near to the garden of the Hesperides, he shot and killed with his sharp arrows the mighty eagle that was hovering on outstretched wings and devouring the liver of Prometheus. For that wretched one was still bound to the pillar where Jupiter had placed him because he had given the untiring fire to men. So Hercules set Prometheus free, who in gratitude bade him seek out his brother, old giant Atlas, who was holding up the sky, and sent him for the golden apples. 
then hercules sought out old giant atlas and found him groaning under his burden and very glad the old giant was to be rid of the weight of the sky for a while while hercules took it on his own shoulders he hastened to the garden where his daughters the hesperides were dancing hand in hand and singing their clear voiced songs while they circled about the magic tree from them he received some of the glittering fruit and carried it back to hercules so was hercules able to fetch home at last the golden apples to king eurystheus of mycenae who returned them to him as a gift in honor of his bravery but the hero did not wish to keep them so minerva the wise one carried them back to the garden of the hesperides and there they are to-day glittering on the magic tree around which the three sister hesperides are still circling hand in hand singing their clear voiced songs while the hundred-headed dragon is keeping watch and ward over the golden apples end of section seventy nine